that's the hardest thing, doing what I want to do and then having people come and say, well, my insurance covers this or that. And it's like, I don't care what your insurance covers. Let's figure yeah. it out and make it happen. And I've had many times where the insurance companies are saying, well, we'll only allow this many visits. And I'm like, well, whatever, we'll figure it out. And I work with right. the patients in financial situations so that they can get treated. And I don't really care about you must do exactly this way. And if you don't, sorry, go away. I won't do that to people. What's up, fishy family? I have to ask, what is the deal with chiropractors? What do they actually do? And how are they different than medical doctors or physical therapists? Find out in this incredible episode as we explore your body's command center, which includes the brain, spinal cord, and a complex system of nerves, also known as your nervous system. Before we dive in, invite everyone you think would benefit from listening to this episode and rate this show on Apple or Spotify, or simply like, share, and subscribe on YouTube. This show is a labor of love. Join the hashtag fishy movement with a one-off donation or become a member for as low as $5 a month. Receive exclusive gear, be featured on the show, submit questions for guests, and more. Check out the options on the site or go directly to faceyourshitheelyourself.captivate.fm slash support. So who am I and why did I decide to create this show? Good question. Well, after unraveling all of the medical lies I had been told about my endometriosis, I educated myself and I was able to heal myself after 17 years of debilitating pain. On this show, whether it's endo or any other disorder labeled as chronic, we expose the lesser known solutions that can heal your mind, your body, and your spirit. So you don't have to search for 17 years like I did. My experience inspired me to actually live my art. So I created an ongoing art series about it called Every Phase, where I powerfully illustrate how I healed myself as I live by the phases of the female cycle and Fradian rhythm clock. The artwork shows what's happening in your brain and the body during each phase and reveals how to biohack and leverage this energy in your own life. Watch for the newest release on the last Friday of this month and be the first to see it by subscribing to the series on my website, MeredithOchoa.com. While you're there, check out my really cool new $50 limited edition bite-sized art acrylic block pieces capturing all of the images from the Every Phase series. And you can pick up a personally signed copy of my award-winning augmented reality book, Face Your Shit, Heal Yourself. Even though I was lied to for years by doctors promoting Big Pharma, I was able to find experts who helped me achieve the impossible. This show introduces them to you. Today, we are chatting with my friend, military veteran and chiropractor, Dr. Dana Kind. Born in Detroit, he joined the army after high school and he spent two years in Germany as a military police. Then after 9-11, he was reactivated with the military and spent two and a half years fighting the war in Afghanistan and Iraq. Dr. Dana received a degree in law enforcement and then went on to receive a BA in international relations. 
However, after working in the field, he decided he didn't want to work for the government and wanted to help people more directly. So he went to chiropractic college at Sherman College. He spent the next five years treating patients all around Georgia and the Atlanta area. Dr. Dana is an exceptionally skilled chiropractor with more than 16 years of experience in the field. He has a strong commitment to providing high-quality care for patients of all ages and is experienced in a range of healthcare settings, including shared practices, private practices, and rehabilitation centers. Dr. Dana Kind, I am thrilled to be here with you today. How are you? I'm great. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, it really yeah. is awesome. I'm so happy to have you here on the show because it really is full circle from the time we met. I know. So, you, you've done a lot of things since then, and I'm just so impressed with what you've done. And this is a great outlet. And what you're dealing with your photography and health is, and how you kind of integrated all that is really amazing. Well, thank you so much. And you're definitely, yeah. or definitely one of the people along the path. So before we let everyone know the story about that, I am curious. I have to know, what did you eat for breakfast this morning? What did I have? I actually was very bad today and I was in a hurry and I didn't eat anything until lunchtime. So I, I got up and just got on the road and I had to go across town. So I didn't eat anything for breakfast, but I just had a sandwich for lunch. So it was just a roast awesome. beef sandwich. Yeah. That's it. Easy. <laughs> Sounds good. Sauerkraut yeah. on there? No, unfortunately, just lettuce and cheese. That's okay. <laughs> that is okay. Totally. Yeah. I feel like it's a common thing. People come on the show. They're like, I didn't eat breakfast, and I'm like, crap. Well, I know. Well, I had when I go when I had to go all the way across town. I was like seven o'clock when I left the house, and I was just not in the mood to eat. And so, yeah, it's, well, that's the way it goes. Listen to the body. <laughs> First and yep. foremost, absolutely. Well, I've, I've done intermittent fasting in the past where I don't eat mm -hmm. ever, and that doesn't bother me. I don't get lightheaded or anything. So as long as it yeah. doesn't bother you, you don't need to eat. <laughs> exactly. Always listening yep. for sure. Yep. So Dr. Dana, I'd love for you to share a little bit about your focus as a chiropractor and how you got started in this field. Sure. Well, it, it was actually, I originally got out of the military was an MT, so a military police, and I was taking law enforcement classes and I wanted to get some EMT training as well, to build up that resume. So I took a couple classes and one of the classes, I met a young lady that was going to go do physical therapy and she went down to Georgia Tech and then didn't make it in their program. So went over to life and became a chiropractor. So she came back up to Detroit and when she, and I was finishing up my bachelor's degree up there, but, uh, she was wanting help in her office. So I started helping her and I didn't like the police work that I'd been doing in the fact that you like to help people in that, but you really don't get a lot of positive feedback on that. It's kind of negative. Right. So I really just wasn't liking the energy that I was getting back on that. So I ended up helping her. And one day a chiropractor that she worked with said, you're going to be a chiropractor. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he says, you're, you enjoy this too much. And I started thinking about it and I was like, yeah, it sounds like a good idea. So I was able to help people and not be 
just stuck in that political side of being a police officer with government and that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's why I said I want to be in charge of my own destiny and, and, you know, make my own path instead of following the bureaucracy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Went to chiropractic college in South Carolina and my wife who had started dating right before I went into chiropractic college, she decided to go to chiropractic college as well. And we went to school together and graduated close together and had a practice down in Savannah and then down there for a while and then eventually made our way up here. So. Wow. Yeah. Really incredible. Yeah. So I've been doing this since 99. We always set out, like you were saying, to do something we think that we want. And then in the actual doing, we realize our true purpose. You yep. know, it ends up that way for a lot of people. It's actually pretty rare that someone st- starts out and it's, I just know I'm destined right. to do this one thing where I'm going to be a chiropractor in Savannah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's, patients always ask me when I talk about my past and they're like, how old are you? And what have you, what haven't you done? Because I've done so many other things in life and it's just, you know, I was with the military and I've done construction, I've done bartending and all that other junk to get where I'm at. But it's the journey that gets you there that that develops everything so that you're better able to address and have a relationship with your patients and know where they're coming from. So I think all those experiences that I've had over the years and things make it so that most of my patients I can relate to on a very personal level. And I've done a lot of the things that they've done. I always say I've never, was never too good for a job. You know, whatever I needed to do to get there, that's what I did. I've heard. A lot of stories from you from a plethora of different things. And I personally feel like when you're in a field like being a chiropractor, and this is pun intended, there's a lot of moving parts (laughs) and like you're getting it from all angles, like not necessarily respected by the Western medicine establishment and then people trying to get it covered by insurance, but then they know that there's profound effects on their life when they get adjustments and your whole nervous system release that really affects your emotions, like so many different parts of your body. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, that's the hardest thing, doing what I want to do and then having people come and say, well, my insurance covers this or that. And it's like, I don't care what your insurance covers. Let's figure yeah. it out and make it happen. And I've had many times where the insurance companies are saying, well, we'll only allow this many visits. And I'm like, well, whatever, we'll figure it out. And I work with the patients in financial situations so that they can get treated. And I don't really care about, you must do exactly this way. And if you don't, sorry, go away. I won't do that to people. Yeah. Yep. Along the lines of challenges and just misconceptions, what do you think are some misconceptions that people have about working with chiropractors that you'd like to clear up, especially when someone may already be seeing a physical therapist or medical doctor and they may have preconceived notions about, will this screw that up or something? Well, normally medical doctors and physical therapists, they're usually treating a symptom or a condition and a disease process. So you know, we're looking at addressing how the spine and the joints of the body are interfering with the nervous system. And if that communication system is not working correctly, then the brain can't create the balance of hormones and function that it needs to do to optimize a function at a hundred percent. So if you're not 
functioning right, then you will get disease, but you can have dysfunction without having a medical disease process going on. And I like Mm -hmm. to help people prevent that from happening by doing what we call wellness adjusting as well as treating a specific condition. So most people do come in for a symptom of some sort and we address those situations, but try to get them to realize that even after we're done addressing the symptoms, continuing care periodically will help maintain the health process and allow the body to function better regardless of symptoms. That's an important point, I feel like, Absolutely. because no one can, or not no one, but a lot of people think of those symptoms and then they wait until it's past the point where it could have been preventative and solved really easily. How can people realize in the most benefit to them, okay, it's time to see a chiropractor before it gets really bad? What are some of those distinct body signals to look for? Sure. Well, one of the most common things that people will overlook is posture. And right. when you look at your level of your ears to compared to your shoulders, compared to your hips, if one side's higher than the other, or your head is forward, or you have a head tilt one way or the other, that is usually indicative of the atlas, the first bone in the neck being shifted to the left or right. So your head tilts and then your eyeballs want to be level. So you raise that shoulder on the opposite side and then you shift your hip to walk. And that is totally unconscious. You don't even know you're doing it. And Mm -hmm. I've done many talks where I've had people stand up and they think they're healthy. And I say, well, this is wrong. This is wrong. And this is wrong. And that's why your posture's, you know, that way. And they're like, but I don't feel bad. And that's, well, it's not about feeling bad. It's about what is the structures of your body doing to compensate and it not give you a pain signal, but it's giving you a corrective balance situation. And then that's why we get uneven knee pressure that causes knee pain or uneven pressure that gives you plantar fasciitis or other things. And a lot of it has to do with how the hips and the the low back are relating to the, the feet and knees, you know, so. A lot of conditions that people wouldn't normally consider a chiropractic because that's all, oh, back pain. That's not what we do. We address the structure of the body to take pressure off the nervous system and allow it to function better. So that's the real crux of what we do rather than, oh, what's your pain level? And I, we, unfortunately, we end up asking that a lot. And then when people come in, mm-hmm. I want to know what their levels are, if we're making improvements, that kind of thing. Eventually, I would love to see no pain at all, just coming in to get adjusted periodically. Yeah. Let's actually dive into that a little bit because it's something that's so overlooked, but can be so helpful to people. It's something that I didn't even realize until I did a little research in treating my endometriosis and helping my own pain. Chiropractors were the first people to actually, first of all, listen to me. And then secondly, to actually really help me, even if obviously I wasn't completely healed and I was still in excruciating amounts of pain, it was the first glimpse for me way back that there was a little hope, basically. Let's go into what are some of the other conditions other than, oh, I have back pain, I need to go see a chiropractor that people can look for that you can really help. Well, we have a lot of times I'll have patients with headache problems that 
you know, right. that's a big one. And yeah. they just take drugs to cover that up. And a lot of times it is either the blood flow or the nerve irritation going up the spine into the brain that causes headaches. So one of my first patients in school was a woman I worked with that she would get migraines every day, if not multiple times a week, headaches at least every day, and be out of it for three or four days a month in a dark room with migraines. And she was like, I've been done drugs for years and all this. And I said, well, I need a patient at the clinic. Come on, let me take a look. And her atlas was way uh, out of alignment. So we started adjusting her and then with two months, the migraine stopped and she just had headaches every day. And then within four months, she would just get headaches around her cycle. So that wow. was hormonal. Then she did have yep. some other issues with the hormones as well, like, like you, but mm -hmm. she didn't realize that chiropractic would address some of those issues as well. That got less intense. And yeah. those problems decreased for her and she only had issues around her cycle. So endometriosis and that was much better for her and mm -hmm. just from adjusting her neck. So it was not focusing on the whole spine. It was just that one area was what we were working on. And it yeah. had amazing results. The difference in what we're doing is we're not focusing on where the symptom is. We're just looking at everything and it doesn't, you know, it can be your in a foot pain, but I could adjust your neck and you'd get better. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. And I have had that experience where, and I don't recommend anyone try this, but my husband, Jason, he does Reiki <laughs> and other things, but he was attempting, I was like having like anxiety and just weird emotions. And he was like, I feel like there's this stuff built up in your neck. Again, this neck area. And he did something. It was like pop my back or something. And it was just like this flood, like I just, it was, I wasn't crying for pain, but I just cried from just the amount of release. And I instantly sure. felt like a different person. I was like, oh yep. my God, I've been carrying around that. And I yep. didn't even realize it. Sometimes you'll get patients, they'll get emotional after an adjustment or start laughing or something. I mean, they really don't know why they're doing it. And it is definitely the you know, emotional stress in their body being released through the physical release of it, the adjustment can trigger that kind of response. So it's, you know, why we get misalignments or subluxations is stress, either physical, chemical, or emotional. And when we undo the physical, the okay. other parts can correct slightly as well in yep. the process. So yeah, it's interesting. One of the techniques I learned while I was in school was a very light adjusting technique that actually when you adjust you don't really crack the bone as you want to call it that or you don't manipulate the bone in the same way you do real light touches and it creates waves patterns in the spine that will unwind the spine and the guy that was doing it had one patient where he adjusted her low back with a touch and it created the wave and there was a woman at her head, they said they were head to head and the wave continued right into the next patient. So actually wow. the energy flowed into another patient. And I'm just like, huh, that's, to, mm -hmm. I mean, it was the coolest thing to watch. And it's hard for people to understand that, but it does work when it's done correctly. So there are other things to this that most people don't understand that can be helped by what chiropractic can offer. That's crazy. What happened to the other patient? 
that the energy went into. She was like just absorbed yeah, it. it. Just it, no, she it helped release her energy okay. patterns as well. So they kind of okay. synced up, and so wow. it was her body needed that energy flow as well, and it just cleared out some of her restrictions as well. So wow. it, it's just yeah, it's. <laughs> But yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot to this. And I also will say that besides chiropractic, I always talk to patients about nutrition because those are really only two things we have control over is our nervous system health and are we eating right? And you can have the best adjustment, but if you go to McDonald's and eat all the day, you're never going to get healthy. So that kind of thing. Yeah. Watching what you're yeah. eating, making sure you're listening to your body and fi figuring out what you're deficient in not just take a multivitamin that really doesn't do anything. So that's yeah. the key there. A sugar so, pill, yeah. basically, <laughs> which a lot of them are basically uh -huh. candy. Yes. They're hard coated with stuff that doesn't even digest. So they just goes right through them or if it, if, or is it bioavailable? I should do but, an art piece about that. Like different, <laughs> just out of all the different shit vitamins that really should be used as crafting material yeah. because it shouldn't really be in your body a pile of one a days would be great for that the most common and popular vitamin is i have a little story about this a little bit graphic i don't know if i want to tell about it but oh, know, well, the bioavailability now. i guess i have to now yeah you do so when i was in the service i was talking to a guy that was doing the honey wagon that pumped out the outhouses or the, the porta potties. Mm -hmm. I said, what is the most unique thing you found? And he said, I found guns and pagers and cell phones and things. But he says, the most common thing we have is pills. And he says, it's vitamins. He says, when they empty the truck, they screen it. And he says, we get all the pills. And he says, we have a pile of vitamins and you can read one a days and all that on the pills that never get actually broken down. And he says it was like three feet high. At when they dump it all out yeah oh so, my god yeah he says they wow. just go through people and they don't get utilized so wow yeah that's a big issue with the bioavailability of nutritional supplements and making sure they're ionically compatible to what you need and your body's actually going to absorb them so it takes mm -hmm. a little bit of research and a little bit of study I, and I used to do a little bit of that in my office and I decided that it was too distracting from the chiropractic. So I didn't want to get into being the vitamin yeah. guy as well. Yeah. I said, I, I appreciate what they do, but I don't want to divert my attention from being a chiropractor to being a dietitian and a nutritionist. So I make recommendations, but I don't stock vitamins and tell people yeah. everything. It's kind of, you got to do that on your own. That's you absolutely do. And you have to yeah. listen to your body like we were talking about earlier. Yep, which, absolutely. Speaking of people taking their health into their own hands, what is one thing that you could recommend all people start today and then one thing that they stop doing today to get their nervous system health back? I think the biggest thing you can do in your day-to-day -day activities is to do some stretching every day and it doesn't have to be an hour at the gym it can just be 10 or 15 minutes at home in the bedroom on the mat or whatever just a very light range of motion stretching back and forth holding it you shouldn't hold stretches longer than 20 to 30 seconds because you're going to get into lactic acidosis and you need the oxygen flow in the muscles 
for the stretching to be most effective. And once you get past that 22, 25 second point, mm-hmm. your body's going to start resisting the stretch and then not actually benefiting from it as much. So using active stretching and shorter stretching is a better option than holding for five minutes or something, trying to do some weird stretch that people do sometimes. I was like, oh, it's, it's not healthy. <laughs> yeah. And I think most people don't think about that. They're like, I need to stay in this as long as it takes for yeah. me to become more flexible. <laughs> shorter stretching and repetitive is better than a long stretch the much because eventually it'll get where it will stretch better. But okay. yeah, that's the biggest thing. And I'm not a huge fan of a lot of the CrossFit stuff just because they're doing, people want to do these hack squats and all these heavy duty powerlifting. But unless you have a specific goal in mind, that's just too damaging to your spine. I don't think you need to be lifting 500 pounds in a deadlift or whatever, or doing squats and things that are going to put the pressure on your body that could possibly damage the discs and the bones themselves. And I think you can get tone and fit by leg extensions and leg curls and without having to do the 500 pound leg Mm -hmm. press thing that is going to put pressure on your low back. And usually they're not done and monitored properly. The actually, I mean, you can do it, but you have to really have it controlled and know what you're doing. And right in the military, I've met a guy that was big power lifter, really great shape. And he dropped a barbell on his back and was paralyzed for six months and got back into shape. That happens. And you don't want to be that person. You don't. <laughs> and some of those personal trainers, I've had patients go to the gym. Oh, I need to get in shape. Okay. So they go to the personal trainers and that first visit, this one guy went and the guy just worked him and worked him. And he's like, I've had enough. He goes, come on, do more. And the next day, the guy's kidneys shut down from the muscle damage. Wow. He didn't listen to his body. And he let this other guy tell him, oh, you don't, you don't need to stop. Keep going. And he's, but I'm, I think I'm done. He's like, oh no, he wanted to prove how out of shape he was so that he'll sign up for more personal training sessions. And it had the opposite effect. So he ended up in the hospital with his kidneys shut down for a couple of days until it got back under control. Wow. Yeah. So wow. you, you see a lot of weird things out there. <laughs> That's really insane. And another example of what is the difference between an ego boost and I'm actually doing this to better myself and my health. And there's definitely a difference there and proving something to someone else and just taking care of yourself first. Yep. For sure. Yeah, I had a client and, you know, when I was down in Savannah that he was a big guy, really healthy. And he wanted mm-hmm. to weigh 300 pounds of muscle. So he was like 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, and he was mm-hmm. about 275, 280. And he just started working and taking, not steroids, but pre-steroids so that it would allow him to get up to 300. And I was like, are you bodybuilding for a competition? And he goes, no, I just want to be 300 pounds. And I just thought that was <laughs> the weirdest reason to do it. I was like, that just didn't make sense. I said, yeah, you're putting your body through a lot. And you're going to regret it in the long run. Yeah. So you can't tell some people that's not the best thing for them. Free will. It's it's really powerful. It's amazing. Yeah. And we all have it. And that's, but it is something I really appreciate about you 
and just your wealth of experience in the military and other jobs that you've had, you can really level with people. And we talked about this a little bit earlier, you helping people on the financial barriers. That really stood out to me when I first came to you. It's not something you usually see that often, but helping people on that end with insurance covering or not covering certain things. And then also you saying, which is the biggest thing, my goal is for you to stop coming to see me. I'd love for you to speak a little bit about your process and what makes your clinic unique. Well, I do a lot of personal injury cases, so that's separate from, and that's just set up the way it is. And I have Mm -hmm. to deal with the lawyers and how that whole system is set up. So some of the patients have that process, but most of the patients that are on wellness, you know, we look at what their insurance is covering and figure out the co-pays and figure out the best way for them to get what they need and that can, and can afford. And then of course, if there is a financial situation where there's just no way they can get treatment, then I do have ways of looking at your finances and coming up with a, an amount based on financial need. And you have to sign a form that says, if I didn't get the financial assistance, I couldn't get care. So as long as I have something like that backing up what's going on, that I can get away with, you know, treating you differently financially. I also do mm-hmm. military discounts and as a veteran myself, I've, I will treat disabled vets at no cost, depending right. on what their level is and what's going on. So this TRICARE doesn't translate into, we can't get TRICARE. Now I am, I do have clients that are referred through the VA occasionally, but that's a difficult process. So I'll treat the clients and I just don't worry about it and treat them. Yeah. When they're a disabled vet, I treat them the way I need to and try to make it affordable. It's yep. because of them that we can even do these things. Right. So Absolutely. I did 20 years in and I, I just feel that it's my duty to continue treating them because we all were together doing the same thing. And if I can help them out and get better and not be forced to go through the VA system directly. Mm-hmm. They're using the VA, but the system there is very time-consuming and disheartening. That could be a whole other episode, to be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> but we are all in this together. Absolutely. Period. All the people on this earth. And we're also all in right now our biohacking with art finale question. Okay. Okay. <laughs> are you ready? I am ready. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Which is my favorite part of the show. And I'd love to know if you could describe chiropractors and create healing the nervous system with any art medium. How would you make it and what would you choose? I would say I would like to be a sculptor because you can manipulate a medium and form it into a image or a process that functions better. And so I'm, I want to manipulate patients' spines as I would clay and hopefully mm-hmm. eliminate anything and make them flow and have the energy and the life force returned from doing my work with my hands. Cause that's all about my hands. I do a lot of work with my hands, obviously, 
And that is what I just think would be a natural alternative as far as art form would be a sculptor. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Sculpture. And I mean, it's right there in the room with you. Yeah. So you have to deal with it. <laughs> sculpture, right. It's like, it's not just, okay, you can hang this on a wall. I mean, yeah, sure. You can use, move sculptures around, but it's more like physically present with you yep. and your body. I definitely see that about you. Yeah. I think that would be cool. <laughs> I'm not the most talented artist, but I do a lot of construction and furniture and things like that. So that's, I build things and that's my hobbies. So I think that's doing it in art form. That would be the similar, you know. Your environment shapes the yep. way you live, shapes your actions, how you make toast, how you can get something out of a drawer, the drawer screwed up, it's going to affect the way you move the drawer. So it's Absolutely. all connected in that way. Totally. Yep. Yep. So tell people where they can find you and book with you. Sure. Well, my office is located in Lawrenceville, really close to the Gwinnett Fairgrounds. I'm on Sugarloaf near Grayson Highway. I'm at 2080 Sugarloaf Parkway, Suite 130. My office phone number is 678-722-5049. And I have no problem giving my cell phone out as well. So 678-879-9209. Actually on my door outside, it, my cell phone is on the building. And I if I'm not, it. yeah, because if they're knocking on my door and I'm not there, the phone they're going to call it goes inside, that doesn't help them. So my cell phone is on the side of the building there to tell them, call me and we'll help you out. But yeah. And then I have graceandchiropractic.com as well is my website. And there is a way to make appointments on there as well. But it's a call and text me or whatever will can get you in. I'm in Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I open up at 7 a.m. Monday and Wednesday and Friday before people go to work. So we can get you started out right. And then I'm there until 6.30 Monday and Wednesday and one o'clock on Fridays. So that's about it. Awesome. And let yeah. me just tell you guys, it is worth the drive. Even if you're not in the area or in the metro Atlanta area, it is definitely worth the drive to go see Dr. Dana Kind. I know. And, always, and I do know a lot of doctors that I would recommend if it is too far, I can help get people to where a good doctor that would really care about them and make sure they're getting the treatment that they need. So I know a lot of guys in the neighborhood around yeah. the Atlanta area. <laughs> you just keep it so real. And that's what I love about you, especially putting your cell phone just right there, just real and transparent. And that is essentially what facing your shit, healing yourself is all about. I just want to thank you for so generously sharing with us and keeping it so real today. Mm -hmm. It's been a great journey knowing you for the last four or five years. I guess it's been, I don't know how long it's been, six years maybe? Maybe it's crazy to think about. I know. I mean, that's, we, I was in Chambly the last time, so it was a while there. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's been a while. And knowing your husband and you, it's been really a great experience for me as well. Just seeing everything that you do and how you guys do what you do. So I appreciate well, the time you. and giving me the time to to tell you a little bit about what I do here. That's great. Absolutely. And we'll have many more episodes and hope to have you back on. Absolutely. And we hope that everyone 
can take away something from this tremendous conversation today to help them face their shit and heal themselves. And remember, as always, the truth will set you free. We will see you all next time. Bye. Take care. If you liked this episode or you think this show would be useful for someone else, the best way you can show your support is to share it on your social media outlets with family and friends or subscribe with the link below to receive exclusive perks. And if you're feeling really generous, please leave a review on podchaser.com, YouTube, or Apple Podcasts and pick up a signed copy of my book about how I healed myself from endometriosis on my Instagram at Meredith W. Ochoa. Thank you so much for listening and for having the bravery to face your shit and heal yourself.